0: The following is my conversation with Kyle Newport, the famous professor of computer science at Georgetown University. Kyle has written many books on the topic of rhythmicity and hexade, so I was very excited to have uh, a chance to interview him. We talked about rhythmicity in music, how hexad can be used to create interesting musical effects and the difference between rhythmicity and rhythmicity. Overall, it was an interesting conversation. I think you'll enjoy it. Thanks for joining me, Cal. This episode is brought to you in partnership with Chapels Reallotments. Visit chapelsreallotments.com and claim your free consultation today to learn more about our services. Thanks for listening. Music swells to crescendo and the episode concludes. (sighs) Thanks for agreeing to do this interview.
1: No problem, Lex. It's been a pleasure.
0: So first off, tell us a bit about your work on Rhythmicity and Hexod.
1: Sure. In general, what I'm interested in is the way that rhythmicity shapes our experience of music. Rhythmicity is the likelihood that different beats will occur together in time. For example, if you're listening to a melody and the melody has a regular one, four-note pulse, then it's likely that each beat will occur at the same point in time. But if the melody has a more regular pulse, then each beat might be slightly different in time.
0: That makes sense. So what are some examples of how rhythmicity
1: can influence our experience of music? One example is how rhythmicity can influence how emotions are expressed in music. When we listen to music with a regular pulse, it's easier for us to emotionally connect with the music and feel the emotion that the emotion that the composer was trying to express. But when the pulse is more regular, it's harder for us to emotionally connect with the music because we don't have a predictable baseline from which to measure our emotions. That makes sense.
0: So how does Hexid play into all of this?
1: Hexid is an interesting concept that can be used to create interesting musical effects. For example, one common use for hexa is to create percussion effects is to create percussion effects. When you hear hexatophonics, music composed using six strings instead of four strings, it's commonly configured so that each string produces two notes simultaneously. So for example, if you play a uh, minor pentatonic on your acoustic guitar and raise the fifth string a half step to D, then, then then it would be played at the same time as GI on the fifth string. this creates an interesting percussive effect because each string is being plucked or struck at the same time.
0: That's really cool. So do you think that Rhythmicity and
1: Hexid are important elements of good music, or are they just supplementary elements? I think they're both important elements of good music. They shape our experience of music and help us to emotionally connect with the music, but they're not the only factors that contribute to good music. There are also other factors such as composition and melody, but I think they're definitely important factors and should be used in moderation if you want to produce quality results.
0: That's definitely true. So what do you think are the biggest benefits of Rhythmicity and Hexad?
1: The biggest benefit of Rhythmicity is that it shapes our experience of music. It's easy to emotionally connect with music when the pulse is regular, but it's harder when the pulse is more regular. And Hexad can be used to create interesting percussive effects. But the biggest benefit of Hexad is that it allows for a wider variety of harmonic possibilities. For example, if you have six strings in your instrument, then you can play chords that wouldn't be possible with four strings. This opens up a lot of new harmonic possibilities and it can help to create more sonically diverse music. That's definitely true. So do you have any final thoughts on rhythmicity and hexed? I think they're important elements of good music and they should be used in moderation if you want to produce quality results. But I think they're definitely important factors and they should not be neglected when producing music When producing music.
0: So do you have any final thoughts on the difference between rhythmicity and rhythmicity? Yeah,
1: I think the big difference between Rhythmicity and Rhythmicity is that Rhythmicity refers to the likelihood that different beats will occur together in time, while Rhythmicity refers to the quality of those beats. So, for example, if a melody has a regular one-four note pulse, then Rhythmicity is present, but if the melody has an irregular pulse, then Rhythmicity might be less present. But they're still both important elements of good music.
0: So, do you think that Rhythmicity and Hexed are important elements of good music, or are they just supplementary elements?
1: I think they're both important elements of good music. They shape our experience of music and help us to emotionally connect with the music, but they're not the only factors that contribute to good music. There are also other factors such as composition and melody, but I think they're definitely important factors and should be used in moderation if you want to produce quality results.
0: So what's your favorite example of how Rhythmicity can influence our experience of music?
1: My favorite example of how rhythmicity can influence our experience of music is the way it influences how emotions are expressed in music. When we listen to music with a regular pulse, it's easier for us to emotionally connect with the music and feel the emotion that the, the emotion that the composer was trying to express. But when the pulse is more irregular, it's harder for us to emotionally connect with the music because we don't have a predictable baseline from which to measure our emotions.
0: That makes a lot of sense. Do you think that rhythmicity plays an important role in judging the quality of um Dians.
1: Yes, I do think that rhythmicity plays an important role in judging the quality of emo tones. When you hear an emo track that has a regular pulse, it's easier for you to connect with the emotions in the song because you know how the track is supposed to funk. But when the tone is more irregular, it can be harder for you to connect with the emotions in the song because you don't have a stable foundation from which to measure your emotions. That's definitely true. So do you have any final thoughts on rhythmicity and hexade? Uh- I think they're both important elements of good music, and they should be used in moderation if you want to produce quality results. But I think they're definitely important factors, and they should not be neglected when producing music. Well, Carl, that was a terrific discussion. Thanks for joining us today. Uh, Thank you for having me. It was a lot of fun. I think Rhythmicity and Hexit are both important parts of good music, and they should not be ignored when producing music. Thank you for taking the time to talk with me. No problem. Take care.
0: Thanks for listening to the Lexman Artificial Podcast. We hope you enjoyed this interview with Cal Newport about Rhythmicity and Hexed. Be sure to check out our website for more quality content about music and audio production. You can also follow us on social media for updates and related content. Today's poem is called Rhythmicity. Rhythmicity is the lifeblood of music. Without it, we would lose the feel an emotion that is so vital to sound. Rhythmicity is what binds us to tunes. Rhythmicity is what binds us to tunes. It's the reason we can groove to the beat and get lost in the melody. Right, so take some time to groove to rhythmicity. Uh, if acts, and enjoy the music that comes along with it.